And welcome to Saturday Night Sega. My name is Gavi, and you are listening to the Dreamcast Special. Hooray! I'm just trying to get some music queued up before we start talking. Um, I am attempting. I am attempting to. Um. Well, I have to look up Sega games on Dreamcast, as well as looking in my various music files to see which uh, other games we can play that aren't necessarily um, Sega-related, but for games that made their debut on the little beige box thing. Uh, Nicholas Haman says, Yo, Gavelin. Oh, okay. Um, that's, a, that's a way, I suppose. Uh, hello, good evening. Hope you're all well. Uh, normally, I'd have a co-host. Normally, this would be like, and Mina's here. She's gone out. She's deserted me. Left me all on my tod. So, I'm kind of hoping there's, there, you know, gonna be interaction from people on the discords. Otherwise, this is gonna get really, really boring, really, really quickly. Uh, <laughs> so, just a nice little recap into what's going on on this show. Um, We're going to be talking about the Dreamcast. All of the music that you're going to be hearing this evening is from games that came out on the Dreamcast. Where possible, I'm attempting to um, stay away from multi-format releases, but there are a couple of exceptions which we'll get to, uh, one of which I'm going to be playing in the next music break because it's an absolutely bitch in tune and I've got to play it. Um... And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Kefki says, sorry, no interaction here. Well, that's just rubbish. Um, I.I. says, I could always air the chill out. Do you know, that's a channel I've never been in, and I don't think I ever want to be in. <laughs> I don't... I've I've always seen it, and I've always been like, hmm. Nicholas Holland says, try to keep you good company. There's a request from Nicholas coming on later on in the show. Um, Screen Viper has also made a request a little bit later on on the show. 
I, I saying play Street Fighter 3 music. Love to, if I had some, but I don't, so I can't. Um, Street Fighter being one of those franchises where I actually don't have a lot of music from, to be honest. Um, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the Dream Ca- uh, the Mega Drive show from last week. Uh, I think it's available for download if you didn't see it. I've actually still got iTunes open. I'm going to have a gander. Um, oh, got a request from... What's this? Electric Boogaloo. Ah. Well, I was going to put a Daytona track on in the next music break. However, I don't think I've heard that one before. So let's put that on instead. So we'll get rid of that. Goodbye. <laughs> Everything's being a bit slow. I've no idea why. Don't know what's going on. I think it is because iTunes is indeed open. Um, so I'm hoping. Hoping it all sounds okay on your end. Um, so yes, Dreamcast is 20 years old in um, Europe on Monday. And, well, I couldn't leave this show until Monday. I don't think doing a uh, Saturday Night Sega on the Monday was a good idea. Um, especially as Sega themselves are doing their own little stream, so we don't want to be taking any... <laughs> oh, as if I would be taking listen, um, viewers away from uh, away from Sega. <laughs> um, yes, so... Dreamcast... The Dreamcast is 20 years old in Europe on Monday, 14th of October, um, 1999 is when that came out. And it was uh, II saying about Street Fighter 3, such a powerful game, it had to wait for the Dreamcast to come out to have a console version. Um, yeah, I've never really understood that about games being powerful when they were just 2D sprite based. I mean, I, you know, I get it probably was to do with speed and things like that, but it's all very odd when you think that actually most consoles of that era should have been able to run it. Um, but yeah, we, I want to talk to you guys. You know, we did something very, very similar um, during the American 20th anniversary a few weeks back. Um, but uh, we... Um, I don't think we ever had it so, sort of to this extent. In, in the sense of... Oh god, that is not how you spell hijinks. Um, do you know, I'm, I'm actually looking on iTunes, and this is the first time in a long time I've actually seen um, some of the episode descriptions. And also, good lord, there's a lot of explicit tags. <laughs> Radio Sega's House of Shitposting collides with the House of Mouse. Did I really shitpost during the Disney special? And really, should we have been writing shitposting in the same thing as a as a Disney? Who's saying also Disney? Oh, we did a Saturn anniversary special. Oh, fantastic. So I've done a Saturn special, I've done a Mega Drive special, and I've done a Dreamcast special. The only one we're missing then is a Master System. We need to. I need to find out when the Master System came out, and we'll do a Master System special. I'll look it up during the next music break. Um, 
Street Fighter 3 had a lot of animation frames. You needed more RAM than what the PlayStation and the Saturn could have provided. Well, there we go. The more you know. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're going to be playing every single track you hear from the, the show this evening. In the show this evening, as I say, is from a game that was on the Dreamcast. Uh, we're going to be talking Dreamcast. We'll talk the uh, the little box itself. We'll talk the games. So you know, if you want to join the conversation, um, send us a message on Twitter. It's easy. It's at SNS underscore RS. You can tweet, wait, tweet Radio Sega. I'm fairly sure Viper will um, share in. Um, Nicholas Haman says the SG-1000 as well. Well, yeah, if we're going to do that, we may as well argue the Mark III at the same time. And I, I don't want to. Because, you know, that, that would take some looking into as to what games came out on those. So can we just stick to the mass system? I'll have a look. I'll have a look, see when it came out. It, it must be, it must be getting close to a uh, to a big milestone birthday. And if it isn't, then you know, because you know, the the Saturn turned twenty four years earlier this year. The Dreamcast is twenty years technically now. Um, Mega Drive Mini came out, so we did a show based on the Mini. So we, even if there isn't a milestone, we'll just throw a Master System one in, and then at least we can say that this year Saturday Night Sega had special shows dedicated to every single console that Sega put out. So, there you go. That's a thing. Um, but as I say, we'll look into it. Uh, but yeah, if you ever owned a Dreamcast, and being that you're listening to Radio Sega, I'd like to think most of you would have done, um, I want to know what your favourite games on it were. Don't necessarily, in this instance, it doesn't necessarily have to be Sega games. It's just your favourite Dream, uh, Dreamcast games. Also, your worst games. Um, so games that you had the misfortune of playing. If you ever owned Spirit of Speed, or ex- or whatever it was called, or Exhibition of Power, or Exhibition of Speed, or those god-awful racers. One of them was literally a racer based in, like, the 1940s. Um, and apparently the top speed of all the cars was, like, 25 miles an hour. So races literally would take you a year to complete. Um, yeah, if, if, you know, if you've had an absolute... If you've owned absolute stonker of a title, I want to know. Um, share the, you know, share. We're all, we're all friends here. I can't stop yawning. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as I say, join in the conversation at SNS underscore RS. If you do message the Radio Sega Twitter account, I won't see it personally. Fairly sure someone will share across though. Um, Ravseek saying Street Fighter 3 was fun back in the day, but wasn't a fan of its music. Do you know, um, I've played Street Fighter 3 uh, through the anniversary collection on the PS4, and I think I need to give it a bit more attention, um, because I actually don't remember any of the music. Whenever anyone says Street Fighter to me, the only thing I think of is Guile's theme from Street Fighter 2. Anything else, I just... I just can't remember. But yeah, you know, great games, bad games, average games, you know, or games that you thought were overhyped. So for me, personally, I do adore the game, don't get me wrong, but I think Jet Set Radio, um, because it's a cracking game. The soundtracks are phenomenal and the, the, the graphics still hold up even now. But the gameplay is just bloody difficult. It's so hard. Um, even the even the the version they brought out on Steam is just so so difficult. And speaking of Steam, before we go to a music break, um, if you uh, are a Steam gamer, the Dreamcast collection is currently on sale. 
So in the UK, at least, you can get the entire Dreamcast collection, which inexplicably includes Nights into Dreams, but hey, let's not argue. Um, I mean, you could also argue the point for Space Channel 5 Part 2, considering that that came out on the PS2 and not the Dreamcast. Um, you can get the whole collection for 2 99 and I believe Sega have said that 70% of all profits are going up to the uh, Stand Up to Cancer uh, campaign that's going on in the UK at the moment, which is a very nice campaign. You know, it, it um, donates money to all sorts of cancer charities, so one's for adults, one's for children, you know, everything else. So, um, you know, if you have got spare three quid lying around and you don't own the Dreamcast collection on Steam, then, then you know, for the sake of charity, um, go and buy it. So, you know, as I say, it's got Space Channel 5 Part 2, it's got uh, Sonic Adventure DX, it's got Crazy Taxi, you've got Sega Bass Fishing, um, Nights into Dreams, and Jet Set Radio. <laughs> so, you know, some absolutely cracking games there. I already own a couple of them. Um, the If you do own some of the collection, you don't need to buy the... Um, whole set because all of the individual games have been discounted down to 83 pence each so you know um yeah and i, and I still think in those instances because they're dreamcast games i think the money uh, i think proceeds are still being donated um ii says space channel 5 was on the dreamcast yeah yeah yeah. space channel 5 was on the dreamcast space channel 5 part 2 came out on the ps2 so um so we were talking fighting games. I don't have any music from Street Fighter, I'm afraid. We will play some Virtual Fighter 3 team battle a little bit later on in the show. However, this next track is from a song that is from a game that was most definitely on the Dreamcast. It came out on the Dreamcast first. Um, an expanded edition came out on the PS2 later, but they, um, in, in adding like some extra characters and a shit ton of uh, costumes, they added loads more costumes than what the Dreamcast version had. Uh, the Dreamcast version's got prettier graphics, and this tune is absolutely banging. Love it to bits. After this, a um, Sonic Team great and you know, um, one of... Uh, Sega had pretty good track record when it came to arcade racing games on the Dreamcast. And this one is no exception. So, uh, do hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Dreamcast special on Saturday Night Sega. And, and by all means, you know, do, as I say, share the conversation and join in. You know, if you did play a Dreamcast, what games did you play? What did you think of them? I want to know. Let's have a chat. Because I've got no one else to talk to in this room today, this evening. So, you know, chats are welcome. Thank you very much.
No word of a lie. Literally, within about <clears throat> two minutes of each other, I've had two um, Sega Rally 2 requests. <laughs> and there's another one coming up later in the show, uh, or, or in this next music break. So, we'll have a think. Um... Apparently, according to II1980, Sega GT was easy. I might need to, uh, <laughs> I might need some clarification on that because I think it's really, really difficult. Um, we were talking about Dreamcast games in the Discord. No one's manning the Radio Sega socials tonight, so I do apologise. There aren't any, uh, aren't many, any messages going up. You'll have to follow the Twitter at SNS underscore RS. Then you'll see the tweets that I'm putting out. Um, there's only so many Twitter accounts I can have on my phone, though, so I can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, I can't have them all on there. Uh, try doing all the challenges on 18 wheeler. Yeah. Do you know what we were talking about? Um, have I pressed repeat? I have pressed repeat. There we go. We were talking about games and stuff. So. The first uh, music track in this this uh, break that we just had was um, Exploder, uh, sorry, Exciter from Bomb Factory, uh, which is from the game Dead or Alive 2. Um, and we were talking, Ravseek said can't hear the tune without playing all of the character talk on top of it, um, and started finding actual, remembering and recalling actual scenes. Um, yeah, the one scene that stuck in my mind is the fight scene between um, Ayane and Kazumi, and just how absolutely rock hard it is to get that scene to play during arcade mode in the uh, in the actual game. So you, you you basically, the fight, obviously when you're fighting, you're in a specific stage, so you're in like the snow stage. You have to drop through the floor into the cave at the bottom and then make sure that when you KO um, Ayan, uh, or um, Kazumi, I think it is, you have to make sure that you're literally, you've sent a smashing to the other side of the screen because um, you need a long, you need a far enough distance, you need her far enough away to be able to, to do the little spell incantation thing. It's really, really difficult. It is such a hard thing to do. Um, I think I've only done it like once or twice, and I'm a pretty decent Dead or Alive player. So then we were talking a bit more about Street Fighter music. Um, then uh, we're talking about saying about music requests. If there are any requests that you have, um, do feel free to send them over because I'm having a bit of a mind blank, and it's not because of the gin. Um, where I'm actually forgetting what games came out on Dreamcast. It's a very long list on Radio D- uh, on, on Radio DJ. And I can't just type in Dreamcast because it kind of doesn't... Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't specify by console, unfortunately. It only gives me games that have got the, the name Dreamcast in them. So it's a very small list. Uh, and I was, I was saying that I was quite surprised by what we don't actually have on the playlist. So we do have... Sega GT 2002, which is the sequel to Sega GT that came out on the Xbox. We have that on the playlist, but we don't have Sega GT. And I remember looking for it, but I can't find it. Nobody has ripped the music to Sega GT. I mean, it must exist. It's just we don't have it. So, you know, if you're listening and by chance you happen to have Sega GT lying around, whether it's a game rip or an actual soundtrack release or whichever, um, feel free to send it across. You will get credited. And I'll love you forever. Um, Sega GT, obviously, being Sega's response to Gran Turismo uh, on the PlayStation. And it's one of the games... I hooked my Dreamcast back up the other day. I bought a new SCART cable. You may have seen me tweeting about it. I um, I bought a third-party SCART cable, not an official one. It works like a dream. It really is, is well worth the £5 I paid for it. Um, but if I do ever find my official Dreamcast cable, I think I'd rather swap it out for that. Um... 
but uh, yeah, I, I played quite a few games on it. Played Metropolis Street Racer, which still holds up. It's a graphical marvel, and I, I love it. I love it to bits. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that uh, if I want to continue my save file that I've had since like 2001, I have to play in 50 hertz mode because the save files are locked to the screen resolution, which I don't understand, but there we go. Um, so if I did want to play in 60 hertz, then I've got to start a brand new game, which might not be such a bad idea. Um, so I played that, played a little bit of Sega Rally 2, um, which is okay. I mean, it handles like arse, but there we go. Um, I played a little bit of Shadow Man, which looks like arse, but still plays really well. <laughs> I, uh, and then I put Sega GT on. Um, and Sega GT, for me, was really, really easy up until a point. Um, and then it just becomes like rock hard difficult. It is just so, so hard. And I don't know whether that's because of the handling model or what. I, I don't know. But it's just... I think I bought it for like a tenner off of a market stall um, back when our market stalls in town used to sell games. It's the same market stall I sold my dream uh, my Saturn to for 50 quid, so I kind of love it and hate it for various, various reasons. Um, but yeah, Electric Buggery saying I still need more requests. Oh! Nicholas Haman has uh, found Sega GT homologation special. Game Whip. Oh, there we go. It does exist then. Hooray! Hooray, Nicholas Saman. I'll get that downloaded. Um, Electric Burglar says, I hate that Sega Rally 2 has an unlocked frame rate. Do you know, I've never really noticed. Um, I, I, but then again, as I say, it's been a long time since I played it. I only played it for like 10 minutes. Um, on Monday, I think it was, that the Scott cable turned up and I got it all hooked up. II says you need to get VGA. Yeah, I don't have a TV with a VGA out. Scott Cable is pretty much the best I can do. I was looking, I was looking at HDMI, um, but apparently um, quite a few games don't display in HDMI, HDMI because it does upscale from VGA. One of those games is Skies of Arcadia, and I'm sorry, but whilst I could play Skies of Arcadia on my GameCube, you know, I'd, I'd quite like to have the option of uh, of also playing it on the Dreamcast. So, you know. Not, not all Dreamcast games are um, VGA compatible, so if you were looking at getting VGA for your Dreamcast, you kind of want to be looking at what games you own for it, and whether or not they work, because if you do have um, Skies of Arcadia, apparently it don't work. I always says get a TV. <laughs> it's not that easy. Um... Electric Boogaloo with some more requests. Brillo! Um... Here's a funny story. Electric Boogaloo is saying about Sega Rally 2. It's mostly 30 frames per second, but occasionally jump to 60 when there's less intensive graphics on screen. Hmm. I, I honestly can't say I've ever noticed that. Um, funny story. When I actually got my Dreamcast, which I do believe was... I always used to... Do you know what? I don't know why. I always used to think it was 1998 I got my Dreamcast, but it must have been 99. Um, when, I, when I got the Dreamcast... Um, one of the funniest things about it was the fact that um, I didn't get any Sega games for it. So, I, I believe the games that I got, I mean, I, I've never got rid of any of my um, my Dreamcast games. I own all of them. I, I learnt my lesson after the, Dream, after the Saturn. Um, 
So I kind of regretted doing that, and I, I certainly regret it now. But um, I, I sort of... <clears throat> I, I decided that whatever Dreamcast games I owned, I'd never get rid of them, no matter how bad they are. Which is why I still own Hidden and Dangerous. Good lord, I don't know why I bought that. I've never been a fan of strategy games. I think it might have been that the box was a little bit misleading and made it look like it was a military shooter type game, but it's not. And I can't get very far on it at all. <laughs> I mean, you never know. This was me as a child. Maybe I could play it now and I'd, I'd be all right. But um, I say as a child. Um, I was 13 when it came out. Um, but yeah, well, when the Dreamcast came out, not, not Hidden and Dangerous. Hidden and Dangerous. Oh, dear. Um... Do you know, I've just reminded myself, when I'm talking about awful games that I somehow want to play, I, I want to own Kiss Psycho Pinball. That's not meant to be very good either. I reckon that would go dirt cheap on eBay. Might have a look at that. Um, Nightmare Creatures as well might be another game lo worth looking into. Urban Chaos. I have Urban Chaos on my wish list on Steam. Hmm. Electric Boogalooses still have Spirit of Speed 1937. That's the one. I don't own it. I absolutely don't own it, but that's the game I was on about earlier. That is the, the utterly, utterly atrocious racing game. I remember reading a review of it. It was either in DC UK or official Dreamcast magazine, and they absolutely slated it, which is really funny for an official Dreamcast magazine to slate a release on its own console. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know your game is bad when your official magazine have told you, this is terrible, <laughs> don't buy it. Rick says, did someone say pinball? I did say pinball. I'm glad to know you're listening. Hello, Rick. I was talking about Kiss, Psycho Pinball on the on the Dreamcast. Um, I, I says, oh, sky's the limit. Is indeed. Ah, that's American, though. That is American. I don't know whether it's VGA compatible in the, in, in the England. In the England. I might have to run upstairs and have a look. What I'll do is next music break, I'll have a look. Um, Electric Boogaloo saying that Spirit Speed 1937 was so bad that Acclaim released it under a different name. <laughs> they put it under their LGN label. Oh, Spirit Speed. I wouldn't actually, I wonder how much that's going for on eBay. There's someone bound to be selling it. There's someone bound to be selling Spirit Speed. Uh, now, quick look. Hang on. Spirit Speed 1937. Uh... Jesus, it came... Actually, um, Electric Boogaloo saying so bad that Acclaim released it in the US under the LGN label. Nope, they did it in, in Europe as well. <laughs> it's the same here. Someone's trying to sell it for 12 quid. 14 pounds. 8.95. 13 pounds. A tenner. 9 pounds. No. No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. The game is nowhere near worth that price. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, Rav Seager, I remember a pretty bad review in, in PT, so this must be a Portuguese magazine, Woody Woodpecker Racing. Under its pluses, they said something along the lines of, oh, 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 drum roll here. No, oh, actually, you join an actual drum roll. I can't keep doing this forever, come on. Electric Boogaloo says the weird part is it came out in Japan by Taito. Oh, here we go. Ravsi, if you're holding the disc and you look at it, you can see all the rainbow colours. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's good. I wish I still had my Dreamcast magazines. Um, I got rid of them years ago. No idea why. 
no idea why. Um, I should have kept them for posterity. I also got rid of my the one issue of Sega Saturn magazine I owned, and the only reason I bought that is because it had Sonic R on the cover. Ravseek said, sorry, that took a while, my bad. It's alright, I just don't want to keep hammering away at my laptop, you know. Um, what game did I say I was going to look at on the on the eBay? It wasn't Spirit of Speed, it was something else I was going to look up. Very text. Oh, Spirit of Speed. <laughs> Tell you what, let's play some music. I'm going to go see if Skies of Arcadia is um, VGA compatible in Europe. Because um, I'm, I'm fairly sure I read somewhere that it isn't. So it must have been compatible in the US, but not in the UK. So I'll go have a gander. We'll come back. Um, there, in this music break, there are two games with the number two in their title, and then a shooty game. Because, well, Sega made a pretty decent shooty game for the Dreamcast, didn't you know? Back in a bit.
there we go. I'm sure this track has an official name. At the minute, I just have it as Trigger 16. That was from Out Trigger, which is a really, really nice um, arcade shooter on the Dreamcast. Um, quite difficult with a pad, if I remember rightly, but it may also have had keyboard and mouse support. Maybe. I can't remember. Um, it's also quite... I mean, I enjoyed it. I bought it quite cheap because I wanted something different to play. And for some bizarre reason, considering it's a shooting game, it's got Joe Musashi from Shinobi in it. You know, seeing a ninja walk waltzing around with a bazooka is a bit weird. Um, it was an online arena shooter. And, and for some strange, strange reason, I, I bought it, even though I knew I wasn't going to play it online. And it's got a decent online mo- uh, single-player mode. Not as good as something like Quake 3 Arena, which is by far amazing. And again, another game I own on Dreamcast, and it is very, very good. But, you know, it's it's decent enough, I guess. Um, before that, we had Deeper from Sonic Adventure 2. Um, that's the music track for Death Chamber, requested by Green Viper, or Scream Viper, as it's called now, because it's Halloween. Um, and then before that, Slip In from Sega Rally 2, requested by Nicholas Herman. Come on. We've, we've been talking about... Um, uh, <laughs> Dreamcast games. I did post a picture in the Discord about my actual Dreamcast collection. Um, oh, Electric Boogaloo has the track called And I'm Blowing Out the Flame. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd love to be able to rename them properly, but... I say I'm not quite sure how I'll do it. I think at this point what I should probably do is just delete my version of OutTrigger and put the new one in. Um, so for those of you who probably aren't in Discord and want to know what my what my game collection is, I will open the picture up and I'll read it out. Also, for some reason, because of the zoom, I had to zoom out quite a bit in order to get the games in so you can actually see the spines. You can also see most of my, my GameCube collection. So that's a thing. Uh, oh, that's handy. Um, <laughs> Microsoft Edge has decided to open the picture sideways, which means I don't need to turn my head to read the spines, because it's decided to put them all right way round. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, so the games that I own, Hidden and Dangerous, Jet Set Radio, Fancy Star Online, and Fancy Star Online version 2. Um, I think version 2... I bought it because apparently it's got bonus levels, but you actually have to complete the main game in order to get to them. So I've, I've never actually finished that. Um, Dead or Alive 2, Choo Choo Rocket, Sega GT, Soldier of Fortune, good game, terrible to play on a Dreamcast. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver is one of the games that I got when I got my uh, when I got the Dreamcast. Um, Soul Calibur, Crazy Taxi 2, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare. Now that game's quite interesting, because graphically, from what I remember, it's pretty decent. Um, however, it's really, really easy to get stuck. Um, I used a walkthrough that I found in a book. I believe this book was one that a PlayStation magazine was giving away, and it had walkthroughs for Devil May Cry, Silent Hill 2, and Alone in the Dark, which is quite handy, because I owned all three of those games. Um... And for the life of me, I could not figure out on this walkthrough where the hell I was. And all I was doing was constantly running around the same three or four rooms over and over and over again at the um, and the uh, the upper level of this mansiony house type thing. And I couldn't get out, and it was really really frustrating. <laughs> I'd uh, if I ever played it again, I would probably delete the save file and start from scratch because. I, as I say, I'm just totally stuck. I have no idea where I'm going. So, 
Um, Out Trigger, Ready to Rumble Boxing, round two. That is another game I got with my um, my Dreamcast. It's quite funny, actually, because whenever I try and recall what games I got with the console, that seems to be the one I forget. And now that I've actually seen it and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, of course I got that with my Dreamcast. Um, Dino Crisis, Headhunter. Dreamcast version, once again better than the PS2 version. Don't let anyone tell you different. Um, the, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still a great game. I remember getting Headhunter and Metal Gear Solid 2 around about the same time. Um, Headhunter on PS2, of course. And uh, I actually enjoyed Headhunter, uh, Headhunter a hell of a lot more. It's really good. If you've never played it, I implore you to play Headhunter, either on, um, on Dreamcast or PS2, whichever. The Dreamcast version, as I say, is better, but, you know, whichever one you can get your hands on is absolutely fine. Uh, never played the sequel, though. Don't know if that's any good. I should probably try and pick that up. Uh, Quake Free Arena, we've already had enough about. Virtua Tennis and Virtua Tennis 2. Again, both pretty good tennis games. They both pretty much play the same, to be honest with you, so whichever. Um, Resident Evils 2 and 3, they're the same as the PlayStation versions. They, they're slightly up a little bit, but they're pretty much the same. Um, Resident Evil Code Veronica is, again, amazing. They did sort of change the, uh, <laughs> the graphics a little bit for the PS2 version. They changed Steve's hair so it looked a little bit less like Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm not even joking. I think that is the genuine reason why they changed Steve's hair in the PS2 version was so that he didn't look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Tony Hawk's Skateboarding and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Obviously, Pro Skater 2, the better game of those two, but the soundtrack on both of them is amazing. In fact, one of my friends at work was telling me today that she was actually listening to the Pro Skater 2 soundtrack, and I was like, oh my god, I need to play this game again for that soundtrack. Soundtracks are absolutely bitching. Whichever one you had, whichever one you had on the Dreamcast, you were onto a winner there. Um, Shadow Man, we discussed earlier. The gameplay still holds up a little bit, but the graphics are jank. Um, Power Stone 2 is pretty good. Never played the first one. Um, even when Power Stone Collection came out on the PSP, I never really picked it up. So, yeah, never played the first Power Stone, only ever played the second one. Um, Tomb Raider Chronicles, WWF Attitude. Um, Attitude, again, another game that I got with the Dreamcast. Um, it's terrible. It's one of the worst wrestling games I've ever played. Although I haven't played either of the ECW games, so I'm fairly sure that that assessment is a little bit inaccurate. Um, Le Mans 24 Hours, that game's good. It's a really, really good racing game because it actually lets you play the Le Mans 24 hours race in real time, which I think the PS2 version may have also let you do. I can't remember. Um, but you can also, like, if you ever want to save it, you can go make a pit stop and save and carry on. I, last time I played it, I think I was about nine hours in. <laughs> I literally, I bought this game on eBay for like a fiver and I haven't played a single game mode other than the 24 hour race and I still haven't finished it. Um, Nomad Soul is another game that I got with the Dreamcast. I love that to bits. Um, I bought it on the uh, on Steam as well when I realised it was on Steam. So I so I had a, a more modern way of playing it. Nomad Soul is just, just great. It's by um, Quantic Dream, the people who would then go on to make Frequency and... Uh, uh, frequency? No, Fahrenheit, sorry. Um, Fahrenheit and uh, Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls. And and uh, and you know Detroit. So that's one of their first games. So if you do kind of like their their notion of storytelling, you should definitely play that. Plus the soundtrack's by David by David Bowie. Always on to a winner there. Um, Virtual Striker Two version two thousand point one, which I don't understand. It's it's a Virtual Striker game. I think you kind of know what you're getting from that. 
Um, Sega Rally 2, Metropolis Street Racer, F355 Challenge, Skies of Arcadia, Capcom vs. SMK, Daytona USA 2001, and Shenmue, and Shenmue 2. And as we were also discussing, I own slightly less than legal copies of Half-Life, Sonic Shuffle, and Ill Bleed. Um, because a friend of mine in college knew how to copy Dreamcast CDs so that they would run on uh, on dream on Dreamcasts without knowing. Uh, I I says personally, I think Outrigger's better than Quake Arena. Hmm. Um. Rick says, "Is Sky's Pal VGA? It is not. It isn't." <laughs> Rick says I got invested in the story. Um, yeah, no, yeah, Pal Skies is not VGA compatible. I I saying what's happening with the audio? I don't know what's happening with the audio. Fun fact: Headhunters soundtrack is usually Richard Jake's most acclaimed work for Sega. Funny thing about that, actually, Headhunters soundtrack would be Richard Jake's most acclaimed work for Sega because. Um, it was the first video game soundtrack to be recorded at Abbey Road Studios with an orchestra. So, um, so that's generally why. Um, I actually I went to a Eurogamer Expo back in 2009, I believe it was. I went to a talk that he did there. I even took a copy of Metropolis Street Racer for him to sign, but he kind of legged it after the <laughs> after the interview, so we didn't really get a chance to catch him, um, which is a shame. But. Uh, he, he even said then when they were talking about like his musical career and he even said then that one of his most popular bodies of work like his favourite was, was Headhunter because he got to compose in Abbey Road and whilst he's done others since then you know he, he did also do the, the soundtrack for 007 Bloodstone um, in Abbey Road but it was Headhunter that was the first and he was the first video game composer to compose a soundtrack or to record a soundtrack at Abbey Road so that's the thing um, I haven't got F1 Challenge. I don't have that. Electric Boogaloo saying WWF Royal Rumble is what you want. Yes. Oh. Saying, is anyone else here? Did anyone else hear the 24-7? Oh no, did we have a disconnect? Oh no! That's a shame. I hope we didn't. It might just have been I.I. because no one else is noticing it. Um, Le Mans 24 Hours is fun. <laughs> Has anyone mentioned MSR? MSR is really good. I like that. Um, Electric Burglar says not a big fan of Omicron Nomad Soul, even though it had Bowie. Yeah, I think it's 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 kind of it's definitely an acquired taste. Um, but uh, I I enjoy it. I do really enjoy it. It's one it is one of my favourites. Um, yeah. Right, let's get some music on. Let's get some music on, and I'll, I'll try and see if I can find out if, if anything else, ha- if what did actually happen. Um, right. Ba 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 ba. What have we got? Electric Boogaloo did drop quite a few requests in. Uh, we'll play that one. Rav. Do you know, Rav's requested one. It's, it's Sega Rally again, but it's such a good song, I've got to play it. And oh dear me! Well, do you know what? We've not played any Jet Set Radio yet, so we have some. Well, other than the music, the the, the talk bed, obviously. Um, so let's play that. I'm trying to play songs we don't normally play. So 
we'll go a um, little bit different here. So, yeah. That's that's all. If you want to hear my opinions on other um, Dreamcast games, preferably ones I've played, uh, then, you know, feel free. Let's have a go. So, we'll play some more requests here, and then after that, we'll have a little bit more of a chat. And then, I suppose we can't really get through this show without playing some Skies of Arcadia and Shenmue, have we? So, they'll come up in the next music break. Um, and I tell you what, I've got two, I know there's two songs that are going to be closing this show off. They're absolute tunes. You're going to love both of them. Um, but for now, here's some more music.
further to our conversation that we were having a little bit earlier with regards to the Master System launch, everything I'm seeing is pointing to October. Um, so, uh, I guess <laughs> this month might be the month where we do three specials in a row. Um, should we take a break? Well, uh, God, I say take a break. I don't really want to do it next week and have three specials in a row, although we could. Um, but then the 26th, I kind of wanted to do a Halloween special. <gasps> oh, decisions. Yeah, it's it's looking like um, October 1986 is when it came out in, in Europe. Um, oh, sorry, North America. October 86 in America. And then it's, it's looking like it was a not, around a September, October 87 release in... Um, in Europe, but nobody, I mean, I'm reading Sega Retro, nobody's really giving, um, much of a, uh, much of a release date, just that it's got a date, or a, uh, it's just got a, a price. Doesn't really help. <laughs> Doesn't help at all. It retailed for £99.95. That was a lot of money back in the 80s. Um, right, so that was Jet Set Radio, What Lurks on Channel X. Before that, Eurofight from Sega Valley 2, requested by Ravseek. And before that, a new level from Cosmic Smash, requested by Electric Boogaloo, their all time favourite Dreamcast game. It's basically um, like squash, but looks like res. Um. What were we talking about in Discord while I was thinking about that? Uh, we were talking about Sega Rally Championship, the Saturn version on the PC. Sega Retro lists the UK date as August 87. Ah, right, well, we've missed that one. Well, I suppose we could, we could celebrate 86. That'd be 33, 33 years since the North American release. You guys let me know. I'll put it on Twitter. We'll see what happens. Um, you guys let me know if you want to do a Master System special to celebrate its 33rd anniversary since it came out in North America. Um, and we'll either do it next week or the week after. And we were talking about... We're talking about PC games, um, or Sega games on PC. Last Bronx, the frame rate would oscillate between 100 and 400. 400 frames a second! Jeez. Wow. Rick says we need a Rocktober spooktacular. Mm. And also, Radio Sega are trying to tell me off on, uh, on, on Instagram by saying naughty naughty. Actually, the naughty people are the ones who aren't retweeting the tweets to say that the show's live. So we probably only have like four or five listeners. <laughs> but hey, I love and appreciate you all the same. Um, Master System Special would be good if you included remixes and rearranges. No, I'd, I'd, I'd try and keep it original like we are at the minute. I'd try and stick to, to just the original tracks. But the thing is, is because each track would only be like a minute long, you could definitely get a hell of a lot more in there. Um, you know, you can play stuff like from the Ninja and and, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, Transbot, 
the world's worst unfinished game. I, I actually said to Mina the other day that if Sega ever made a Master System Mini, and I'd love for them to, they should put Transbot on it, but actually hire a development team to finish it. So it isn't just the same two levels looped over and over again. It's like, hey, look, we found the design documents for Transbot. Let's actually finish the thing. <laughs> um... So uh, that that would be lovely, um, or maybe you know just turn and go. Let's create Tetris on the Master System, or they'd give you like really awful games. Like uh, here's Altered Beast. We know you've already played it on the Mega Drive Mini, and we know the Master System version's worse. But here we go. Or Streets of Rage, because Streets of Rage Two on the Master System is good, but Streets of Rage One is awful. <sighs> So yeah, let me know. Do we do we or do we not do a Master System special in the next couple of weeks? Electric Boogaloo says Transport is just a looping score attack game. Absolutely. Um, but it wasn't supposed to be. Uh, there is something, and I, I forget where I read it. Um, it's it was either in the Master System book or it was somewhere that I read years ago. Um, apparently, the game has was meant to have more than two levels. The development studio who were making it basically ran out of money. Sega turned around and said, "We want to release this game now, please." And they were like, "Uh oh, oh crap! We haven't actually got a finished game." So they looped level two back onto level one, hoped nobody would notice, and gave Sega the game, and they released it. Um, and yeah, I remember playing it for ages, trying to figure out why on earth I could never finish it. Um, and that's why. Because it keeps looping. <laughs> Forever. But yeah, it wasn't supposed to. Apparently it was just never supposed to. And uh, there you go. The more you know. <sighs> But uh, I'm going I'm to look it up now. I'm going to have a quick look while we were... And then what, I'm gonna, what I'll do is I'm going to have a skim back through the Discord because people were going through their favourite games. Um, do, 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 do. Wow, someone actually... HD Remake? Ah! In 2018, retro video gaming website Retro Game Geeks published an unofficial fan remake built with Unity. It's available as a free-to-play release. Well, there you go. That's me. Um... Mm. It's up to the player to stop the computer. Well, yes, but uh, <laughs> that's all well and good if it, you know, if it actually ever finished. I, I, I genuinely cannot believe that somebody has remade Transbot. Looks pretty decent. Uh, Transport was also known as nuclear creature. Well, that's a word. In Brazil. Mm. We're trying to find. I am trying to find the bit now where it said it was unfinished. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was unfinished. 
No. I I can't find it now. I genuinely can't find it. Um I as I say I I thought it was somewhere. Never mind. Right. So let's have a let's have a quick skim. So earlier on in the show, we were asking what your fa- what your favourite Dreamcast games were. Um, we know Electric Boogaloo is quite partial to a bit of um, Cosmic Smash, but there were some more. Here we are. Great Screen Viper was saying that if you wanted a legal copy of Sonic Shuffle, the Japanese are basically paying you to get rid of them, essentially. Um, So also, Screen Viper did, so answers to favourite DC games question, I'm basic. So, Sonic Adventure 1, Sonic Adventure 2, Res, Shenmue, Choo Choo Rocket. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I.I. told me, looking at the picture that I posted, that I was missing Res. Uh, yeah, Res is probably not a game I'll be owning on the, uh, on the, <laughs> on the Dreamcast anytime soon. Not for some of the prices that goes for. Um, Ravseek said favourite DC games Soul Calibur Dead or Alive 2 Choo Choo Rocket Sonic Adventure 2 Virtual On Oratorio Tangram um, Honourable mentions go to Sega Rally 2 Power Stone 2 Capcom vs SNK 2 a game I actually forget uh, comes it actually did come out on the Dreamcast um, the first game I got quite cheap the second game's really hard to get hold of if I remember rightly um, it, well, I say really hard I think it's quite expensive but uh, but yeah, I do keep forgetting that Capcom vs SNK did come out on uh, on the Dreamcast or Capcom vs SNK two rather. I didn't forget the first one came out on it. I own it. Um, Virtual Tennis two also honourable mentions there. Who else did we have? And then Electric, Electric Boogaloo, Cosmic Smash, NBA Showtime, NBA on NBC. Yeah, do you know what? I should probably get a basketball game on the Dreamcast because I do quite enjoy basketball as a sport. But a lot of the games these days are really sort of. Modern, like really deep simulation. I want a really nice arcadey NBA game where you just you know play as a team and you go score baskets and go at loads of points and you have a great time. Um, Crazy Taxi, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, San Francisco Rush 2049. I've never played that actually. Again, another one of those games. You know, I'd love for people to sort of educate me. What game? You know, knowing what games I I own, what games should I be playing? You know, should I go and pick something up like Echo, or should I, if I ever see like Project Justice or Plasma Sword for like d- dirt cheap, should I be picking those up? Um, Street Fighter Free Third Strike, Sonic Adventure. I think that's it for what was going on in the Discords. Um. Screen Viper says one of my biggest regrets is not getting res when I was getting into it in 2015 when it was 30 quid for a European copy. Apparently, it is now worth over 100 pounds. Yeah. Um. 
Exactly. That's one of the reasons why I regret getting rid of the PS2 version. Because <laughs> I bought that for 20 quid. Um, I did actually have someone mention on Twitter a favourite game as well. Uh, someone by the name of Makuta Matata. I see what you've done there. Very clever. Um, Skies of Arcadia. That's in response to the favourite DC games, ones you absolutely hated. No wrong opinions. They said Skies of Arcade. I don't know whether that's a... Is that a game you liked? A game you hated? Oh, apparently the stream's cut out. Um, I'm, I'm still showing as connected. So... Don't know. Bit bizarre. Um, hmm. Very odd. I'm not having, as I say, I'm not having any internet problems here this evening. So it's not the uh, not the problem. Um, CEX apparently sells Sega Rally on PC for 50p. And apparently, it's all gone radio silent. I, I don't... I have no idea. I've... I have sound. I'm very... I'm a bit bemused. Um... So... <laughs> apparently, I am now talking to myself. Uh... I, I, I suppose, in this instance, then, I'll uh, I'll put some music on. And if you guys hear it, then you guys hear it. If you don't, it's on the podcast. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so... Oh, dear. Um, so here's Skies of Arcadia, followed by Shenmue, followed by Rez. You might hear it live. You might not. No idea. Um, back in a bit. <laughs>
there we go. Right, so the this back half, if you are hearing this, um, you're not listening to it live. I can tell you that much for a fact. It seems like what's happened is the Radio Sega stream has kind of shat itself um, in its old senile age. Um, so whilst we're looking into it, I'm still continuing on regardless. I mean, there's only 15 minutes left of this show anyway, so we may as well crack on. Um, so if you are listening to this, thank you for downloading the podcast and listening to this exclusive 15-minute segment of Saturday Night Sega that no one has ever heard before. Ever. Um, in fact, right now, people on Radio Sega... Say, Radio Sega. Radio Sega. I am now Australian. Radio Sega. Um, people on Radio Sega are actually listening to nothing. Because apparently the 24-7 stream's not working either. Um... So yeah, so if you if you were just listening, that was Res Area Four and Uranus, <laughs> uh, the Radio Sega edit, because it's a nice way of getting the track in there a little bit shorter. Um, forklift racing before that from Shenmue. That that's really interesting because when I started playing, I was like, "Good lord, what is this?" I actually, considering the rest of the soundtrack's really nice and serene, um, I, I had kind of forgotten that. Uh, that, yeah, the, um, the forklift racing track sound definitely sounds like it's from the sound. Um, and then Boss Battle, Crisis and Opportunity from Skies of Arcadia before that. Um, oh, apparently I'm live now. <laughs> Hooray! People did hear. Ah, uh, well, in that case then, welcome back. Nicholas Masters, we're intruding on a private message. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I'll turn the pawn off, should I? Oh no, apparently it broke again. Ta! Well. <laughs> we were live and then we weren't. I'll tell you what, I'm just going to carry on as if we're not live, and then if people on the, um, in the IRC heard it, then great. It worked for a second. It's, it's, oh dear. Mm, poor peoples um yes so dreamcast such a lovely machine i'm i'm so uh, i'm a little bit disappointed actually that we're having the stream issues whilst um whilst this uh, this show's been on however we have managed to get through the bulk of it without any issues so you know i'll take what i can get it's little victories little victories um next week I don't know. I mean, I don't really want to be doing four special shows in a row, and we have done Halloween specials quite a few times, and I don't really know what else I can add on to uh, onto, um, the same sort of tired old tropes of House of, De- House of the Dead and Rise of Nightmares and stuff like that. Um, there's only so much music you can play from those games. So, whilst, I mean, whilst there is a potential of doing a Halloween special, I really don't know if it'd be much different to the ones we've done before. Um... So, apparently I'm back again. Let's uh, let's not hold out, hold out hope. So we'll see if you guys can get through the next 11 minutes without the uh, without the the stream crashing again and, and falling over itself. Then uh, I'll be very very surprised. Um, so yes, so I, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know whether we're going to do uh, a spoopy show or not. I'll I'll decide because there is obviously only two more weeks left in 
uh, in October, and then we're into November, and then before you know it, it's December. Oh, lordy. And then, you know, we've got the joys of the um, Sonic Convention music experience, and also in December, because if you've been taking note of the uh, Saturday Night Sega episode numbers, you'll probably figure out it's going to be happening sooner or later. December this year is episode 300. I might have to do something special for that. Haven't decided what yet. Um, but yeah, I might might have to do something special. I've actually been I've actually been creating new living sedative music, and I don't know whether um, you guys would want to hear it or not. Because um, there's a couple. I mean, a couple of songs do sound a little bit basic, but um, a couple. There is one um, one track that I, I sort of made that I'm 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 super proud of. Uh, you know, shameless, shameless plugging. There we go. Screen Viper says it's so interested that we've gone again. Hooray! I knew it wouldn't last. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, yeah. Oh, bless. Um, so, as I say, so next week, I don't know what we're going to do next week. Ne- as I, I don't think it should be a special show because we've done two in a row. So what I'm probably going to do is I'm probably going to sack off the idea of the um, the Halloween show um, for this this year. Because um, as I say, I, I, I really, really don't think there's that many opportunities to do something different that we haven't done before. So I think instead of doing the Halloween show, we'll probably do the Master System show then. Perhaps. Oh, we've we're Viper saying so interesting that we've gone again. Oh, it was Scream Viper's player. Oh, ah, oh. you you guys are all throwing me for a loop. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll do we'll do the Mass System show on the twenty sixth instead of a Halloween show. We'll do it then because you know for a lot of people listening to eight bit music for two hours is going to be um, quite scary anyway. So <laughs> let's do that. So next week can be just a bog standard um, uh, Saturday Night Sega show. And it also gives me an excuse to actually try and figure out something that was going on in my head. Um, because I can't... Re- um, in, in, in my head, I've got it that the beginning of the track Voulez-Vous by ABBA also sounds like the beginning of the um, battle theme from Agrabah in uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Nicholas Haman says, to be fair, House of the Dead Scarlet Dawn could add to Halloween. It could, but do we have that soundtrack on Radio Sega? Is that one of the new additions? Um, I've no idea. But, uh, yeah, we could we could indeed. could indeed do House of the Dead Scarlet Dawn. As I say, there's Rise of Nightmares. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that, uh, that Sega have done recently that could be considered horror? I don't believe there is. Um, speaking of horror, though... I did actually put, for some reason, I put this entire soundtrack in. Even though I'm not going to be able to play all of it. We'll play one more song. It's 2 minutes 46 seconds. So we'll play that. And then we're going to have ourselves a good old goodbye. I'll have a a nice little goodbye session. Um, 
Joe, we managed to get through this entire show without playing any Space Channel 5. But that's the thing with a two-hour show where we're having lots of conversation. There's only so many games that you can throw in. Um... But, you know, we're, we're getting... Like I say, you're getting good music here, so I don't think we can really complain. Um... Horror, not new, but Gearbox, Aliens, Colonial Marines. <laughs> yeah, Alien Isolation as well, I suppose. But, oh god, Colonial Marines. That is a horror game. That is just awful. Um, well, while we're talking about this, let me play you some music from another third-party Dreamcast game that I actually own a soundtrack to. Although, the, the soundtrack I own is for a completely different version of the game. Um, but this is specifically the Dreamcast version. This is Resident Evil Code Veronica, and we'll be back in just a couple of short minutes.
You know, that genuinely... It, there's there's quite a few things that are wrong with that track, aren't they? It genuinely does not sound like um, a uh, an end credits theme for anything. It sounds like the sort of music that you get on like a key, on the QVC channel, <laughs> like advertising some um, some nice nice woolen throws or, or something along those lines. Um, but that was indeed the Dreamcast version of the end credits for Resident Evil Code Veronica. Shockingly, Capcom decided to change it for the PS2 version. Um, and it's also about three times, it's also uh, like double the length. Um, but yeah, that, that was indeed, if you, uh, if, you, if you don't believe me, you can go look it up. That was the Dreamcast original version from the end credits for the thing um, for Resident Evil Code Veronica. I'm trying to find a game over tune from a Dreamcast game, and I can't find any. What's this one? No, I don't want to disable tracks, thank you. I want to edit it so I can see what it is. Oh god, no. I probably should have known that, actually. Guilty Gear X. Oh, that's only three seconds long. We don't want that. Um, right, we might just have to stick with the normal one, then. We'll go back to the Sega Touring Car Championship. <sighs> oh, the streams... The streams cut out right at the end. No! That's a shame because these next two tracks are going to be amazing. Oh, that's oh, that's a real unfortunate. Ah, oh, never mind. Right, okay. So, for everyone who has tuned in, especially over the last 15, 20, 25 minutes where we've been having some absolute tech issues, um, we we had some squirrels and we apparently they don't want to work. So, we're going to have to find better animals. We'll find them for next week, I'm sure. Um these next two songs, as I say, we managed to get through the entire show um, without playing anything from Space Channel 5, and unfortunately, that isn't going to change. Um, however, there are two more iconic Dreamcast games that we haven't played music from. One of them's probably going to get us in trouble, but I'll be honest, I don't care. My name's been Gavi, this has been Saturday Night Sega presenting the Dreamcast 20th Anniversary Special. Um, for Europe, at least, anyway. If you're North American, then you know this happened a couple of weeks ago in September, because it came out on the 9th of September. Um, but uh, in Europe, at least, if you do have a Dreamcast, I hope you um, you know, you know, enjoy it over the weekend. If you don't, I hope you've enjoyed this show. Um, and also, if you want to see the Dreamcast being played, uh, then check out Sega Europe's Twitch stream on Monday. Um... I think they're, they're, they're uh, I think they're stopping the Mega Drive Monday stream for a uh, for a day because of the actual 20th anniversary. So if you go to twitch.tv forward slash Sega on Monday, you'll be able to watch the Sega Europe team playing the Dreamcast to celebrate its 20th anniversary. Also, you can um, attempt to win a uh, copy of the super rare Dreamcast collection vinyl. Um, which I didn't even know they was any more still floating around. I'm, I'm quite desperate for one myself, so uh, might see what, uh, it, what if we can get lucky 
on one of those. Probably won't, but, you know, worth a crack. <laughs> right, so my name's been Gabby, this has been Saturday Night Sega, and this song, um, I hope it doesn't get us into too much trouble, but to be honest with you, there's probably others that would. So, um, hey, it's two minutes long, and I don't care. And the song afterwards probably defines the Dreamcast for a hell of a lot of people. Catch you next week for a normal Saturday Night Sega show. Bye!
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.